Intel's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Good morning. Good morning, because we are awakening to our true life. In fact, I uh, like to call myself and everyone who listens and understands what we are about, I like to call us awake dreamers, simply because we we are dreaming while we are awake. I, I mentioned that in one of the previous shows, that it's the difference between dreaming in a subconscious state while we're sleeping or dreaming in our conscious state while we're awake and the power that that gives us while we're in our awake state to be awake dreamers. So good morning. And uh, we do not have a guest joining us today. We've had guests over the last couple of weeks, which has been really exciting. And it's been good to hear the voices of, of these other folks talk about not only their work, but their lives uh, and hopefully you've been able to get something out of what they've had to say and share. Uh, so today we don't have a specific guest, but in fact, I would like to invite all of you to be my guest today. And so I've set up the call-in feature for us to talk to each other so we can talk about some of the issues that we're facing day to day. Uh, I actually have a couple of issues I'd like to put out there for us to talk about so that we we don't just go all over the map with a lot of different things. So we're going to be fairly focused, but um, this is a chance to hear your voice so that the rest of us can hear what you have to say. All of us have a story. All of us have knowledge. All of us have experience and wisdom. And I would love to invite you to share all of that with everyone listening. The number that you can call in on for this hour is 866-404-6519. I'll give that number to you again as we go through the show, but uh, feel free to uh, call in and uh, we'll be taking your calls. Uh, we may not get to your calls until uh, the second segment. I'm not quite sure. I want to set up the the subject matter for our calls here quickly. And if we can take your calls right away, we'll start that right away. But uh, it might be a couple of minutes. Again, the number is 866-404-6519. Now, there's been a, a few things happening in current events, and I'd like to use what's going on in the world today to kind of mirror what happens in our lives quite often. And they're just happening on the grand stage when they're in the media. 
But typically, a lot of things that happen in the media we can, is a reflection of what's happening in our lives quite often. Now, yesterday was a, a major event yesterday. There was the Super Bowl. And I know many of you watch the Super Bowl. Many of you are fans of professional football. There may be some of you who are not. So I want to care for, for that contingent as well and not bore you with a lot of sports talk. But it was a really big day for, uh, for the National Football League in, in uh, the area of sports overall yesterday because of the Super Bowl. Now, we see the Super Bowl, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned in, in just about any sport that we play or, or watch. Uh, but even more so than the sport itself teaching us lessons, these are humans becoming. These are human beings, human be humans becoming that are playing the sport. So each of them have lives themselves, and their lives uh, can also teach us lessons. Now, usually when we see or hear something about their lives, again, it's on the grand stage, and it's usually something that's pretty outrageous, and uh, it, it really hits home where the media will cover it. Otherwise, the sports players, athletes, coaches are leading a normal life like the rest of us, and uh, you don't hear much about that. But yesterday, when the Seattle Seahawks and uh, the Denver Broncos met, uh, it was a, kind of an epic meeting. At least it was built up to be that uh, because of the personalities on both sides. Now, I was, uh, first of all, let me just congratulate all of the Northwest contingent on a great, great win. Congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks for winning the Super Bowl. Um, I have spent a lot of time in Seattle, so there's a part of me that uh, that celebrated with the Seattle folks. But I also spent a lot of time in Denver personally, so I was a little bit disappointed that Denver didn't uh, play a better game. It would have been nicer to see a really close, hard-fought game uh, instead of a big blowout the way it was. But nonetheless, um, I, I'm feeling for my Denver friends and family. And I celebrate with my Seattle friends and family. So uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't lose either way. Uh, but because of the major personalities on both teams, this became one of those epic clashes. And so everybody was anticipating just the best game ever. For Seattle, it, I think some people would say it was their best game ever. Uh, one of the players on that team had a little bit of controversy a couple of weeks ago when they defeated the San Francisco 49ers as a way of getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, this player, his name is Richard Sherman. He was the cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. And Richard Sherman is one of the best cornerbacks uh, playing today. And uh, if you would hear him say it, he is the best. And because of that statement and many other statements that he's made, uh, there was a lot of controversy surrounding him. Now, understand what led up to the comments that he made. They were going into the final game to see who would go to the Super Bowl. So it was a lot of hype before that game as well. The last play of the game, this game was very close, very hard, hard fought between San Francisco and Seattle. 
And the last play of the game, this, this game came down to that very last play where uh, the ball was thrown to San Francisco's top wide receiver. And, of course, Richard Sherman, the top defensive player, his goal is to stop that pass from getting there. He made an outstanding play to stop that pass from being caught by the receiver. And that ended the game. So for Richard Sherman, it was the play of a, probably the play of his career. And for the Seahawks, it was the play of their, uh, their, their organization's career. Uh, mind you, the Seahawks had not won a championship in over 35 years. So this was huge for them. Now, many of you have known and you've seen on the, on the, on the news uh, cast that Richard Sherman was interviewed directly afterwards. And when he was interviewed, uh, he went into a very uh, hard, smack-talking rant about uh, how good he was and how bad the other player was. And, and uh, from that, he took a lot of flack. He took a lot of flack about... Uh, being a, uh, in fact, he was called a thug. He was called unintelligent because of the way he was speaking and on and on and on. So all of that to say, when the truth came out afterwards, people started to realize that he was not a thug and that he's not, that he's actually very intelligent. Uh, 3.9 graduating average at uh, Stanford, uh, that he does a lot of community work uh, he comes from Compton. He visits kids in hospitals, on and on and on. Uh, so the real picture of Richard Sherman came out much later. But the initial feedback was that um, he had a people had a perception of him that was very negative. So the question that I'm asking, and I'd like to get your feedback on, is about this issue of prejudging based on either our initial take or what we see right away of someone or what we've heard about someone. How often have you been prejudged uh, and found that it was not true? What people were believing about you were not true. Or on the other hand, how many times have you done that? Have you prejudged someone just to find later that it wasn't true. So that's the question we're dealing with. And I would love to hear your comments about that because that's real life. That's what happens in life. We have this initial reaction to people. When we see them, sometimes we don't even have to talk to them. Just the very presence. We see what they're wearing. We see you know, their mannerisms. We, we hear maybe the tone of their voice or how they are speaking, the uh, level of grammar. Uh, incorrect grammar they may be using, and we judge uh, who and what they are based on that. So I would like to hear from you what, um, what your take is on that. Have you run into that? Have you been guilty of that? And if so, uh, how have you dealt with that, being prejudged? How have you dealt with yourself uh, prejudging others and finding that you were wrong? So when we come back from uh, the break, we're going to take a few calls, and uh, I'd like to hear your answers to that. And in the, in the meantime, during the break, uh, please remember the number is 
919-866-404-6519. And uh, I'll tell you some more interesting facts about uh, Richard Sherman um, as a result of what happened uh, with this, this news blitz that, that's taken place with him. So uh, hang in there, and we'll, uh, we'll see you right after the break, and we'll talk to you live. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage, connectwithjulianainmedia.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to TogiNet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on TogiNet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello and welcome back. Uh, We are taking your calls, and again, the number is 866-404-6519, and the subject is, uh, actually, there's a couple of questions that I'm asking, and hopefully uh, this applies to you. Uh, Have you ever been in a place where you have prejudged someone, not really knowing the the full uh, details, and then found that uh, you were incorrect, you were wrong? Or has that happened to you? Were you ever prejudged and then you found that uh, uh, you were treated a certain way incorrectly or um, uh, without without validity? So uh, if you had that experience, please call and uh, we will chat with you live about your experience there and and how you you dealt with that. Uh, I mentioned there was a 
couple of other things that uh, Richard Sherman had gone through after uh, he was prejudged. The information started coming out about him that he re- obviously really wasn't a thug and that he was just uh, doing a little trash talking, if you will, after the game with the San Francisco 49ers. The, uh, he actually has this, this campaign called SWAG, uh, and it's uh, students, I can't remember the, the, uh, the meaning of the acronym, Students with Actionable Goals, I believe it is. Uh, and he goes around the country with this campaign, and he has been trying to get the media to cover this for quite a long time. Of course, no one wanted to cover it. Why? There's not much drama associated with that. But as soon as, obviously, as soon as he made his uh, trash-talking statement after that big game, you cannot turn to a news channel without seeing his face on there because he's getting all the coverage and and more that he uh, <laughs> that he wants. Uh, but the other interesting thing is since that incident, he has also been offered as uh, much as $5 million in new endorsements from, from manufacturers and uh, retailers uh, of uh, sports equipment, etc. So it's funny how we pay so much attention to the negative things and we respond to those things. And in fact, the positive things doesn't get, it doesn't get us much in the way of, of attention, uh, even when we want the attention. This swag program that he had, he would love to have had a lot of media attention around that. But he got very little. But again, as soon as he turned quote-unquote negative, he has all this attention in the world. In fact, people are throwing money at him now. What does that say about us? Maybe you have a comment about that as well. Uh, there was a, um, so that's one one uh, issue I'd like uh, you to comment on. There's another story, I guess, um, just to shake it up a little bit. There's another story that uh, might uh, hit home for you as well. And it has to do with another celebrity. And again, I'm pulling out these very high profile cases because Again, these are, number one, real people. Number two, they have lives just like you and I. And their life experiences are very similar to ours in many cases when when we talk about life itself, not about all of the other ancillary things like how much money they have and the lifestyle that they live, but life itself, meaning their physical, mental, emotional and spiritual layers, they are humans becoming just like we are. But again, being on that grand stage because of their notoriety, we start to see their life in a much more magnified manner than we see any other lives. So this second celebrity, I'll call him, uh, has been in the news also. And he has uh, he has risen right to the top of his field in a very short period of time, and quite often that can create problems. And I'm speaking about Justin Bieber. 
And I know many of you uh, probably don't really care a, a lot about what's going on with him because his audience is really a very, very young audience. But I also know that you have an opinion about it. And no matter who the person is, uh, what the issues are, uh, they're the same for, for many of us. Uh, maybe you have kids uh, of his age or younger or nephews or other people that you know, friends that have kids that are struggling and, and maybe have some of the same destructive behaviors and mindsets. Uh, they're in that same place. So, so I'd like to hear from you about uh, your thoughts on on that kind of behavior in, in life when it comes to very young people. And the question there would be, what advice do you give someone like Justin Bieber? How do you really intervene? What would you do to turn that situation around? I mean, is, is there even any hope there? Is it too late? What is, what is, his, what is the role of his parents? What should they be doing? So those would be uh, some of the things that I'd like to get your opinion on as well. Again, this is, this is uh, your voice, your opportunity to speak. It's your turn to speak, and I would love to hear from you. Um, without, uh, without getting a call, um, I'm going to give you um, a little more information that uh, we shared with you a few weeks ago before we had our guests, our two weeks of guest appearances. And uh, while I'm doing this, again, feel free to call in. Again, the number is 866-404-6519. And we'll see uh, if we have anyone interested in sharing their points of view. And I know it can be a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit nerve wracking, a a little bit nervous to get on on the air live, have uh, potentially thousands of people listening to you. But um, I'm right here with you. Don't worry about that. Uh, This is your time to uh, share your voice. So that's what this is about. Uh, In the meantime, let me give you a little bit more, I'll call it uh, uh, a little more guidance around some of the things that we have talked about in the past. One of the things that I had uh, made mention of was that for us to live and really develop the life that we want to live and develop and do the things that we want to do and really go for it and reach those levels of success that we want to reach and accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish, Uh, there are usually two things that stand in the way. Uh, I speak about this on my blogs, and we talked about them uh, briefly before, and that is belief in yourself and fear. And the fear comes in many shades. It could be a fear of failure or fear of change or some other fear that's keeping you from accomplishing what it is you want to accomplish. So belief is being as powerful as it is, if, you're, if you don't believe that you're worthy or capable or that you, you have the possibility of achieving something, you're already at a very big disadvantage. So you have to manage that belief. 
And uh, even once you get to the point where you believe you can do something, that fear could also be there, and that will stop you. So those are the two things that that I have uh, said before and will reiterate with you that are very, very important for us to to manage and get a handle on. Um, we also talked about the how do I do it as being a potential showstopper. And at least that's what people point to a lot. How do I do it? I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to move forward. And I will tell you that, uh, and I've said it before, the how is not the issue here. If you have a belief in what it is you want, and you're clear about the what, and there's no fear about moving forward and going forward, then the how is, is non-existent. It should be non-existent. Because if you spend time worrying about the how, you'll, you'll get stuck. And I say this because you don't obviously know how if you knew how you would do it. So if you don't know how, spending time on something you don't know is, is futile. You'll end up just spinning your wheel on the how. So I ask you to put the how to the side when you want to move forward and focus in on the what. And when, uh, when we latch on to the I don't know how as a barrier, um, you just block a lot of the what I call the genius inside of your that inside of you that is capable of figuring out the how. So um, we'll talk a little bit about that, and I'll share with you a, a secret or two or a practice or two you can use to break that that logjam of belief, fear, and getting stuck in the how. Uh, I say that we have a genius inside of us. Um, many of you have heard that we only use 10% of our, our brain. Uh, well, the truth is we probably use 100% of our brain. And scientists have actually proven in order to get through the day, you ha- all parts of the brain are, work- are working. So it's not like there's just a piece of your brain that, that is, is working while the rest of it is dormant. But when I say that you're only using 10%, I'm really talking about their mind's capability. So when, when we get back, I'll talk to you more about how you activate the other 90% of your mind's capability so that you can bring forth the genius within you. And, and from that, you can release the constraints of the mind that allows you uh, the full and unencumbered, unencumbered use of your men- mental faculties. And uh, again, the phone lines are still open. So uh, call in if you have any comments on those first two subjects I mentioned. And we will talk to you again after the break. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. 
Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Druginet.com. Fridays at 9 p.m. Central, the Choose Now Radio Network presents Parent Talk. There's no need to muddle through those turbulent teen years hoping to come out unscathed on the other side. There's a better plan. On Parent Talk, we'll embrace the positives, learn through the unknowns, face the challenges, and pray through the hard times. Parent Talk equips parents with tools to help resolve teen peer pressure, approach hot-button issues, and guide their kids confidently and securely through the turbulent teen years. With expert guests, advice from the heart, and a passion for bridging the parent-teen communication gap, author and host Nicole O'Dell will walk you through issues like dating, sexuality, substance abuse, entertainment options, friendship, spirituality, and so much more by helping you help your teens choose now. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi again, welcome back, and we will continue our, our uh, discussion about activating the genius within you. And uh, from that, uh, what I'm really talking about is really letting your mind do what it is capable of doing uh, without forcing it, without trying to make it happen. Uh, it's, the power is there. The, when I say genius of your mind. Um, I have a couple of different terms I use for it as well. Um, I call it the super intelligence. Uh, I call it the universal intelligence. And I think that last one kind of says it all because it's something that exists for all of us. It's not just special people that have that genius. We all have access to it. We all have the connection to that part of our uh, minds that we don't typically use, uh, and that brings out so much more. When we try to force it to happen, um, it, it's very difficult to make it happen. It's like, it, it's, it's like electricity that's running through us all the time, and when we just try to force electricity, you just can't make it happen. It's, always, it's already there. The, I've heard it once said the electrician can't force a light to come on. He can't just force the electricity to go through the wires and turn on that light. All he has to do is make the right connection. And once the right connection is there, it happens. And the electricity has always been there. It's been there. It was there before Thomas Edison. It was there before 
uh, Ben Franklin and his, and his flying the kite. It, it, electricity has always been there. We just were not making the connection. And I am here to tell you that that genius in you is there. If you're not seeing it and you're not experiencing it and you're not using it, it's only because you haven't made that connection. It's not that it's not there. So I encourage you to listen closely as I talk about this, because if you really want to release the genius within you, there are ways to make that connection without trying to force it. Um, as I mentioned, you know, the scientists have proven that your brain is fully active. It's not that your brain is only 10% working. Your brain is working. Every part of your brain is always working. Uh, but we want to release the constraints of your mind that allows you to, to fully utilize those, those mental, mental faculties and, and the capacity that you have. Sometimes we find that, that the, these deeper mental faculties are in play and often keeps us from danger or, or provide answers at times of crisis. When we, are, when we find our, ourselves in a time of crises or something just happens, that we often reach and find those answers. Um, and they just come to us and we say, gosh, I have no idea how I did that. I don't know how that happened. Well, that's because you, at that moment, something allowed you to tap into that part of you that is always there. It's just that you don't bring it to the front all the time. It's, you have a hard time bringing it to the front and you can't force it to the front. Uh, there are these, um, these little, uh, I, I think they call them handcuffs, but they're like finger cuffs. Um, I think they called them, uh, I don't know if this is a proper name, but they called them Chinese handcuffs or Chinese finger cuffs. And you would stick your finger in both sides of those. And when you really tried to pull your finger out either side, you tried very hard, what would happen is it would just tighten and you couldn't get your fingers out. But as soon as you let go, as soon as you released and just relaxed, your fingers would come out. So this is a lesson in terms of what happens with us in our minds as well. When we are forcing it and trying to force the answers out and trying to figure out how do I do this? How do I make this happen? Quite often we constrict ourselves and we don't really allow it to flow. We don't allow that genius to flow. Um, so we have to engage the, I'll call it the mental muscle, more often and more consistently than ever before. Uh, and so this is, what, this is what's in it for you. You can start to realize a certain level of success in areas of your health, finance, careers, and relationships. So to get to those levels of success, you really have to activate uh, that genius mind. And if you've been following my curriculum, you'll know where this is headed. It goes back to who we are, uh, specifically this mental layer. And you know, gaining mastery over this layer is, is not an academic exercise, but it is an effort that releases the true power of your mind. And this will take us to levels of success and happiness that, that, that is our birthright as champions. Uh, I talked about the fact that we are champions, each and one, every one of us are, and it's our birthright. And accessing that part of us allows us to display that and to live that. 
And those who have figured this out, and they're working like crazy. They're, I mean, they're using it. They're working it like crazy. When, when you look at uh, people who are very, very successful, they are working it. I'm not sure they know it that way, but they have figured that out uh, subconsciously, maybe. But when you look at them, it doesn't look like they're working very hard at all. In fact, you might see people and you'll say, yeah, that seems to come easy to that person. Ah, oh, this person's so lucky. Or this person's always got this going. Ah, oh, man, they've got just the right connections. Oh, they're, doing, they're always doing this. And it just seems like it's effortless for some of these folks. When in fact, uh, they make success look easy. And this makes you wonder if you have the right stuff. If you have the right stuff to accomplish the same things, or are they just special? And I'm here to tell you that they are not just special. If you want to look at them as special, that's fine. But also look at yourself as being special also, because they're no different. None of us are different that way. I've attained a lot of success in my life, and I don't mind saying so. I'm proud of it because of where I've come from. I've come from the very lowest of the lows in society. And I've gained, I've come, I've gone to the highest of highs. And that doesn't happen because I forced it to happen or I, I tried to figure out how to get there. And, and I tried to draw this map out for myself and, and I needed to know all the answers before I got there. It happened because I let go of that and I focused on what it was that I wanted to achieve. Not how to achieve it, but what. And when I was very clear about the what, the energy to making it happen engaged my subconscious mind. It engaged my, I'll call it the genius, the universal intelligence, the super intelligence. And that happens because your mind will figure out a way to make the what that you're focusing on become real. Now, when I talk uh, a week or two ago, maybe it's two weeks now, we talked about dreaming and we talked about the mind cannot tell the difference between your subconscious dream and your awake dream. A dream is a dream and the mind just doesn't know the difference between reality and a dream. And in fact, while you're sleeping, you will have hot sweats and, and jitters and jerks and, and uh, all the same physical reactions you would have if you were awake and experiencing the same things you're dreaming because your mind doesn't know the difference. So it will react the same way. So while you're awake, you have the opportunity, the gift, the power to establish that dream for yourself. You can say to yourself, hey, I would like to see myself in a big home with five bedrooms. In fact, you say it in a way that is not future. You say it in a way that is present. And when you convince your mind of the what, you convince your mind that the present situation is true. We're going back to the belief system now. If your mind believes it to be true, it will find a way to make it true. It will start to engage the other parts of your mind that you're not using to figure out the how. So you don't have to worry about the how. What I want you to focus on is the what. I'm going to give you a, a lot more about this what when we return, but 
I, I want you to be clear about this. When your mind sees the what as if it is already true, it cannot tell the difference whether it is or isn't. And it will begin to unveil, if you will, the knowledge that is already there, things that you've picked up along the way in your life, articles that you've read, TV shows that you've watched uh, on uh, HGTV or Real Estate Today, or it will pick up all of these things that are stored away in your mind, and it will bring them forward to you. Now you're making that connection for electricity. It will start to flow through you, to you, for you, because you're not trying to grab it. You're not trying to figure out where it is in your mind. You're focusing on the what. I'm going to give you some real keys on how to focus on the what and how that uh, process works, how to practice focusing on the what. Uh, It is a very simple practice, but it's important that you do it. And I'm going to give you uh, specifics on how to do that. So when you think about certain things, like owning your own home with five bedrooms, um, you won't have to uh, think about all of the how. Because the first thing that usually comes to your mind is, I don't have the finances. Uh, I don't understand anything about real estate. I don't have the right job. I'm not making enough money. Uh, you, you think about those things, and those things begin to feed your belief. And they begin to feed your fears. And they begin to hold you back. So I'm going to show you ways to uh, undo that. Those are going to be there. Uh, you can't just wipe them away. They will be there. But I'll, I'll uh, show you on this, in this last segment exactly how to undo uh, that programming of I can't do it to one of this is where I am and your subconscious mind, your genius mind will absolutely show you how to do it. I hope you're excited about that because this could make a very big difference in your life. And I hope it does. Uh, it, it did for me and I know it, it can for you. Talk to you right after the break. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Girlfriend It is on Togginet. 
Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriend at principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. All right, welcome back. And um, I did promise you that we would be um, trying to close the loop on this activating your genius. Uh, within, so I'm I'm going to try to do that within the next uh, ten minutes that we have left with each other, and uh, but there's uh, there is so much more that that uh, I would like to share and will share with you over time about how to do this. So let's let's jump back into it. What I was uh, speaking about before the break was that um, we have the ability to establish a what for ourselves instead of focusing on the how. And um, in order to do that really well, we, st- we have to begin to ask a different question. Uh, instead of asking the question of how do I do this, uh, because certainly those things will come up for you. And you can't just not think about those things. In fact, it is impossible to not think about something that's in your mind. And uh, what I mean by that is, if I tell you to, um, if I tell you to think about a referee in a basketball game, uh, those of you who are familiar with basketball, you'll see the referee with a, a white and black striped shirt or jersey that he's wearing. And so I, I'm going to tell you to think about that referee, but don't think about the stripes. And that is almost virtually impossible to do. It's not that you cannot think about something. What the answer is, is that you have to really think about something else. So when you have these negative thoughts or these thoughts of lack and limitation or I can't do this or I don't have enough money or I don't have the right job or whatever those things are, if you have those thoughts... I can't tell you how to get rid of those thoughts. But what I can tell you is that you must replace those thoughts with something else. So in the case of, uh, I call it the dirty water syndrome. If you have a glass of dirty water and the dirty water is full of those negative thoughts, if you, you in your, it, let's say your mind is that glass of dirty water and those thoughts are, uh, are the dirty, dirty water, you have to pour 
cleaner thoughts in that glass. Pour clean water in the glass. And over time, if you do that enough, that clean water will start to disperse that dirty water. And it will dilute it. And the water, the glass will overflow. And more clean water goes in and more of the water, dirty water, overflows out. And over a period of time, you will have a glass of clean water. So you did not dump the whole water out and then just refill the glass because you can't do that with your mind. It'd be nice if we could just erase our minds and then just reprogram it with what we want. Uh, But the programming that we have is so embedded that you just can't do that. So what you have to do is acknowledge that it's there, but continue to feed clean water in your mind or the thoughts that you want to have in your mind over and over and over again. And that's that clean water going into the glass. If you've read uh, one of my blogs, I talk about, actually two of my blogs, I talk about affirmations. And that's what affirmations does. It begins to fill your mind with clean water or the thoughts that you decide you want to put in there. And once you've done that enough, you begin to affect your belief system and what you believe about yourself. And then these issues of I don't have enough money, I don't have the right job, those things, they, they become less and less of an issue because now you're putting these other thoughts in your head. So what should these other thoughts be? Let's take this example of you want to buy a house, but you have all these thoughts about I don't have enough money, don't have the right job, I don't know how to go about buying a house. Forget about those for a moment and start to put in what questions because those are how questions. Put in the what questions. Questions. If you want to ask yourself questions, questions are the most powerful things you can use. Put in what questions? What do you want? Answer, house. What does the house look like? Uh, Four bedrooms. It's uh, two stories high. Build it wherever you want to build it. But answer the what questions. What are all the things... Uh, in this house that, uh, that, I, that I really, really love? What are, what are the things that, about this house that I love? Uh, I, I love that it's got hardwood floors. I love that uh, it sits on the top of a hill. I love, you know, answer the what questions. What will I feel? This is important. What will I feel when I am in this house? Ah, oh, I feel security. I feel a relaxation. I feel powerful because I own it. What will I feel when, when, it, when, I, when I learn what I need to do to get this house? I'm going to feel powerful. So with these what questions, now get focused on those answers. Okay? The answers to those what questions. The house. What does it look like? Get real clear about what it looks like. In fact, get so clear about what it looks like that there's detail in there that only you can come up with. You know, the crown molding, the color of the walls. Get really clear. See it. See it in your mind's eye. And go beyond seeing it. Here's where it gets a little more powerful. See it with all of your senses. Well, how do you do that? Imagine and see it with your eyes. What are you seeing? You see a staircase. You see a a chair with a 
a throw a, a, across the back of it? Do you see a desk with your computer on it? Do you see a big screen TV on the wall? See detail. And every time you visit that picture, see more and more detail. See it with your other senses. When you walk in the house, what do you hear? Do you hear uh, the, the chatter of, of voices because your family's in the house? Do you hear your husband or your wife saying, hi, honey, welcome home? Do you hear music playing because you know, as soon as you walk in, you've got it programmed with this fancy uh, stereo equipment that as soon as you walk in, it recognizes who you are and it turns on the, the music of your choice. If you want that as part of your house, see it and hear it. Hear the music, hear the song that you love to hear. What do you smell? Do you smell dinner being made? Do you smell the aroma of, of, uh, of oils burning because that's what you like your house to smell like? Use your smell senses. Imagine that smell. What do you feel? Do you feel a nice, cool breeze from the air conditioning? And if it's really hot outside, do you feel the warmth of the heat because it's cold outside? Feel all of that. Get all of your senses engaged and visit that picture every day. Visit it over and over and over again, two times a day, three times a day. Add more detail to it every time you visit it. That is the what. When you get focused on the what, this other how stuff becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And guess what begins to happen over time? Now, this doesn't happen overnight, so I will I'll warn you. <laughs> You do it a few nights and a, a, even a week, and you say, "Ah, nothing's happened. I still don't know how to buy a house." Then you, you're you're not being realistic. These things take time because it took a long time for you to realize the programming that's taking place in you today—a lifetime. You've got a lot of dirty water you've got to get rid of, all the I can'ts that got to get removed with this clean water that you're putting in. I'm just telling you how to put in the water, the clean water, the clean ideas, the what ideas. Put those in constantly. And what will begin to happen is that you will begin to activate that part of your mind that we talked about that figures out the how. Because again, remember, your mind cannot tell the difference. Now, the picture that you've painted that has the visuals, the picture that you've painted that has the sounds, the pictures that you've painted that has the, the smells, the feel of, of the temperature on your skin, the picture, the view outside your window, see it in such great detail. Did the doorbell ring? Is your neighbor over just welcoming you to the neighborhood? See everything, feel everything, hear everything. And your mind will begin to believe that's where you are. And when your mind believes that's where you are, it will start to look for things without you trying. It's the relaxing of the fingers on the Chinese handcuffs. It will begin to find things that support you being there. It will point out to you a, a TV show about how you, put, how you buy a house with no money down. You'll start to see things that will pop up for you that you've never thought about. You'll start to see something in a newspaper that catches your eye that would have never caught your eye before that supports your what. So that's just a real, a real um, 
I'll call it the tip of the iceberg of what you're capable of. And if I had more time tonight, I would share much more of that with you because there's, there's a lot more that you can do and there's a lot more ways to do it. I just talked about affirmations, but there's a certain uh, level of visualization that needs to accompany this. Uh, and the, combine, the combination of the visualization, the affirmations, managing that belief system, and tapping into that uh, subconscious, that genius mind of yours, amazing things can happen for you. This is what we do at True Life Academy. Uh, I'm so glad you're here with us because you're going to learn so much over the coming weeks. Uh, in the meantime, uh, please take care of yourself. I want to leave you again with the, the three thoughts that I always leave you with uh, because it's important. Beyond everything I'm telling you about practices, stay thankful, remain grateful in everything. And always give. Whenever you can, always give. There's a law of, of, of circulation that talks about receiving once you give. Don't give just so that you can receive, but just give with the right intention. Always give when you can. And again, of course, you have a choice. What we talked about today, you have a choice to manage your belief system. But before you choose, always love. Love first, then choose. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great week. For joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to 